Welcome to Miss Pack Light and Color, a podcast dedicated to amplifying the voices of Black women. We believe that every Black woman has a soul story and that sharing these are a catalyst for healing for themselves and the broader community. I'm Candy and I'll be your host, Pack Light. Welcome to Miss Pack Light and Color. Yeah, guys, we have another special guest this week. We have Nicole Long. She is an entrepreneur and she's going to share with us her adoption journey. But first, before we get that, guys, make sure you follow, subscribe to at Miss Pack Light and Color on our Facebook, Instagram, but also make sure you follow us on all the major podcast platforms. Hi, Nicole. Hi, how are you? I am well. I love these glasses you have on. She has on red glasses. And I fell in love with them at the store and they were expensive. You know how you like, I left and was like, no, I can't buy those. I can't, I can't spend that. And then I'm like, yeah, I have to have these. (laughs) (laughs) And she has the lipstick to go with it and it's popping the whole thing. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. You got to treat yourself sometimes. Every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then, especially when we're talking about motherhood, which we are about to get into. Sometimes we do not treat ourselves. Exactly. So kicking it off, your adoption journey, what led you down this path? Yes, yeah, uh, interesting. So, you know, I grew up and was taught, go get a good education, get a good job. And that's what I did. I started working in my mm-hmm. 20s. I wasn't thinking about marriage. I just was focusing on work and just assumed that the marriage and the family, all that stuff was going to come. And I kept working and working and working. And literally at like 38, 39, I looked up and was like, wait a minute, <laughs> something's missing. There's something missing here. And so I said to myself, cause you know, I'm this type A person. I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to set a plan and I'm going to yes. do it. Yep, so now I'm going to shift. I'm going to focus to my dating life and I'm going to find this husband and we're getting married and have these babies. And three, four, five years went by and mm-hmm. I found a lot of somebody else's husband. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't work mine like they didn't not that I'm dating my husband's husband please don't say that but you know somebody who wasn't the man for me and mm-hmm. um I just started praying like I really want to be a mom like I, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine life without a mom you know the marriage thing can happen at any point there's no time clock on marriage but mm-hmm. technically you know as women we can't have babies forever mm-hmm. and so I kind of shifted to well, what else can I do and I had an aunt who had adopted so I knew grew up knowing about adoption and and had always thought about something I would do kind of after my two babies then I would go maybe adopt a third mm-hmm. um, but now I was having to think, consider adoption for my motherhood plan and um, I was trying to figure out I'm a single person I'm working I have a stressful job and I just trying to figure out can I do this like this, this is something I can really do and I remember I was on Facebook and a friend of mine a, a, from college who was also single also had a high power job posted a picture of her child that she had just adopted and like chills went through my body and I'm like picked up the phone like calling her like mm-hmm. dude tell me and I, I want to do this and you know it showed me that I could and so I talked to my parents because I knew I would need a support yeah. system I knew I need a village to do it they were 100% on board I care of you right and so I was taught a very similar thing take care of you like figure it out and right. so you can you do it in those young years of your life working yourself up whatever career ladder you're doing you're folk you're very career focused 
and then you're like, okay, I'm ready to get married. You're looking around and, and, and like, dating is not. Right. Nobody taught me how to do that. Like nobody taught me how to do that part. Yes. Honestly, nobody taught me how to do that part. Absolutely. You was like, okay, so how do you date? And and, and honestly, they can't teach, like, you know, our ancestors, our mothers, they can't teach us about how to date in the 21st century. It's so different. It's so different. So my parents did the best they could. That You know, that that part, my mom got married when she was 20. Yes. So she just assumed it would happen for me too. She didn't know what to tell me anything different. So It's a different breed. Yeah, I was recently doing Ancestor research on... ancestor.com it was ancestry.com yeah that's what it's called and I was looking up all the records and these people got married young honey young and so they can't really give us any advice about how to navigate things I don't know what to say (laughs) but then you know to your point I have several friends in, in very similar situations and some of them are freezing their eggs um and some of them are like you know what I'm just going to go about this adoption process and because motherhood I know there's more of a time frame on that a little bit and I know I have to if this is something I'm really passionate about I can't wait on Mr. Right to come first right so for some people it happens and that's great but yeah I looked into freezing my eggs I had waited I passed the the date to be able to do that so I wasn't able to do that I also mm-hmm. looked into like egg donor and sperm donor and I just couldn't get my head wrapped around that adoption just felt right to me okay so like speaking of that there's different forms of adoption right what route did you take and how was that process so you know generally there can be foster, adoption through foster care so you're okay um, going through the state through a foster agency then there's international adoption uh, where you'd be going maybe to Ethiopia China or somewhere like okay. that for a child and then there's domestic infant adoption which is what I did okay. and domestic infant adoption is where you work with an agency where a birth mother makes a plan mm-hmm. to place her child for adoption so it's not you know in foster care a situation generally where the child maybe has been taken from the home so there's something happened, there may be neglect or something, and the child's mm-hmm. been taken from the home. In domestic infant adoption, the mother makes a decision to place her child and works as an agency to mm-hmm. do that. And so the mother's actually, in, in my situation, the mother's, you create a profile. So I created a profile. I told somebody it was like dating for babies. I, <laughs> I was just thinking about that. <laughs> right, right. It talked all about me and how wonderful I was and all these pictures of me and all these things I like to do in my family. And those profiles are sent to birth mothers that kind of meet your specifications. So I knew mm-hmm. I wanted an African-American child. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and I knew I wanted a girl. Okay. I'm a girl and I knew that. <laughs> and so they, um, they work with moms who are making an adoption plan. And um, so basically my profiles sent to multiple different mothers. Uh, the journey was long and we can talk about that at some point, but ultimately a mother picked you and you guys make a plan together for the adoption. And that's very different than what adoption is traditionally in people's heads. Or mm-hmm. if you think about adoption, all oh, like in adoption in older times was all closed. You didn't know who the birth mother was. You just got mm-hmm. this child. You didn't mm-hmm. know anything about their history and children had to kind of go look for their parents. Well, I know my daughter's birth mother. 
Mm-hmm. I know who she is. I know her name. I know where to contact her. So at the right time, my daughter can meet her and answer and ask any questions and get any answers, any medical issue, any, whatever she needs to be able to know. So it's a little different today than kind of what people might have in their mind about adoption. Wow. So kind of speaking to that, like most of the things that, you know, I know is the adoption is very expensive. But what I've also learned, there's other challenges to finding the right families. Can can you share with us some of those bumps in the road that you experienced in the process? Yeah, I tell people, be prepared for a roller coaster ride. Because there are going to be highs and lows throughout the journey. A little context, my journey took 18 months. Okay. From the time I signed the paperwork to the time my daughter was born. But in that time, I was matched right before my daughter's mom. I was matched with three other birth moms. Who oh, were wow. Babies. And for various reasons, they they didn't go through. Mm. And so I'd get a call. Somebody wants to meet you. And I'm so excited. And, and we're talking. And then they stopped communicating. And then. Really? Wow. Yeah. And in reality is they're going through trying to decide what to do. Right. And so this is hard. Mm-hmm. The one thing I learned through the process is that I would tell everybody, it is the, I cannot imagine as a mother giving up a child. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine it. And so these mothers are having to make an unbelievably difficult choice. And That's they're making it for a number of various sundry reasons. And they have the right to change their mind. That's their right. It's their child. Very and fair. So I went into it knowing that and, and always prayerful that. There is a child for me, God. There is a situation that's going to be right, and I only want that one. If there is a mother that needs to parent, give her the resources and tools she needs to parent. Um, don't let me interfere with that, right? And so, but it was hard. There were nights that I boo-hoo cried my eyes out. And my friends will tell you, I'm not a crier. There's not much that makes me cry. But finding, you know, a mother just stopped calling and determining that she decided to keep her baby happy for her but crying for my loss right mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so it is um the, the, so when i tell people protect your heart because it's definitely a heart journey mm-hmm. um but remain hopeful like i i knew in my heart it, it was for me and i knew in my heart it was going to happen so i just had to kind of shoulder the ups and the downs and and I I knew other women who had adopted and so I was able to have kind of some sister friends around me who could say oh Nicole it's okay this happens we're gonna keep we're gonna keep moving forward we're gonna keep pushing it's gonna happen like I had that support system so I would recommend that everybody find somebody um that's in the process or been through the process to kind of help you navigate through those ups and downs how do you go about finding a support system of like yeah, so for minded me, like situations uh, I just of adoption? To have, um, so I mentioned the, the, cult, the classmate that I saw on Facebook who kind of sparked it for me. Mm-hmm. But then I had um, another friend who had already adopted. I just had people that I knew. Wow. Um, but I would say if you just, they, oh, the other way, there are groups on Facebook. So I joined okay. a group that's um, Single Mothers by Choice. So these oh, are okay. women who are seeking adoption. And then I'm in another African-American adoptive parent group. So groups like that helps you find people. You know, I had some personal friends, thankfully, too, mm-hmm. that had been through the process or could get, actually get successfully been through the process. And then joining groups like that kind of, there was one point when um, I was working with a birth mother and she went silent. 
and I just went on that roof because I knew they would get it. I'm like, guys, I don't know what's going on, but I just need people to send me encouraging thoughts today because I, you know, it ultimately ended up being she lost her phone and, you know, they're living through situations that life happens. And Absolutely. So she lost her phone and she showed back up four days later and it was fine. But, you know, it ended up being Madison's mom. But yeah, you just got to have somebody that, that understands it to help mm-hmm. you through it because people that don't understand like for instance I I knew I wanted a, a girl I wanted mm-hmm. to be a girl mom well I kept matching with people who thought they were having girls and then we have a subsequent um subsequent ultrasound and it was a boy oh no and I had a friend tell me mm-hmm. I think maybe God is telling you to get a boy Man. See, yeah, yeah. And I said, and it's funny, I told her, he wouldn't have told you to tell me if he was telling me. So now listen. You <laughs> <laughs> will come through some other sources other than you. <laughs> um, you know, but you First guys, of all, like, what has God told me? Right, right. Like, the Lord speaks to me. Like, the Lord know. speaks to me. <laughs> now, sometimes he does send people to I send messages, but if he ain't right. Lisa teed it up with me first. Affirm it, right. I said, thank you, but no thank you, right? So my <laughs> you gotta That's have a life more. lesson in general. Right, exactly. <laughs> you gotta know who to listen to and know, you know, what listen people to exactly. around you. I'm gonna support you in this journey and that understand the process. Absolutely. <laughs> So I love how you called it a heart journey. So now that you've gone through the adoption process, you have your beautiful, amazing daughter. How's everything with you and your family? It's awesome. Like I, you know, she's two and a half. Um, so we three in February. It's been the best thing I've ever done. I would not, you know, just to hear her, she'll just out the blue look at me and say, I love you, mommy. And I'm like, <laughs> Oh Lord! I mean, my heart melts, and then I'm like, "Did you do something? Like, why'd you say me that? We're like, what did you go do?" <laughs> you know, just mom, because, like, <laughs> just because, and just I look at her, and you know, you ask a lot about nurture versus nature when you're thinking of adoption, mm-hmm. right? Is it you know what part of it? And there's going to be a part of both, but there's so much that she does like me, you know, that she the mannerisms, of course, because she's around me all, all the time, and it just. I mean, my heart just melts. Like, I I love her to life. I cannot imagine, um, I cannot imagine her. And she, you know, you talked about me being an entrepreneur. I've been in corporate America for 20 years and never thought about leaving. Never thought about it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to retire from I had a great job. I loved my job. But after I went back from maternity leave, it just hit different. Like, You're like, this not it. It doesn't feel right. And, and so... I left and started a business, which has allowed me some amazing time to spend with her. Like, and I know it won't always be like that. Life will change and I'll have to do different things. But in these two years, I've been able to snuggle with her every single morning. Aww. Like she comes out of her bed and jumps in my bed and we watch Paw Patrol and Peppa Pig. And, you know, and it's just that cuddle time that if I had been going to a work job, like I would have had to be going, like getting up, getting dressed, getting her out the house. We wouldn't have had that time. And I know it's going to change, but it's been invaluable to have that. I love that. Mommy Pig. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter loves Peppa. And being a girl mom is the absolute best. I'm not putting any shade on the uh, the, the moms (laughs) to boys, but I'm telling you, like, my daughter is very similar and she I love you mommy I'm just like oh. <laughs> it's just you know I'm like everything is right with the world <laughs> everything is right in the world 
I love that. I love that. So based on the lessons you've learned from your experience, what would you share with other women that are thinking about embarking on this adoption journey? So first I say do it, hands down do it, but be prepared. So if you're mm-hmm. single, make sure you have the right support system because it's hard to parent as a single parent. Absolutely. Otherwise, right? It's just hard. Um, also though, uh, this is a lesson I learned after adoption. I actually didn't learn it in the journey. You have to recognize that even with adoption and infant, like I told you, I cut my daughter's umbilical cord. So she's been with me from birth. But as 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 much as adoption is loving and wonderful on my part, it's also loss. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, um, her birth mother is grieving loss. Mm-hmm. And at some point, Madison will have to grieve the loss of that relationship because it is a real relationship. She had a mom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you need to be prepared to understand that. Mm-hmm. That as much as you love your child, love them enough to accept that there will be some loss and we don't know what loss looks like loss is not going to look the same and how that mm-hmm. how that plays out mm-hmm. isn't going to be the same in every situation but you need to be prepared for it number one uh number two foster a relationship with your child's biological family where it is safe mm-hmm. um they need to know where they came from they need to know that they need to have those connections they need to have those ties And then the third thing, an adult adoptee said this to me on Facebook. I posted for National Adoption Month, a picture of my daughter and about our story. An adult adoptee, a male said to me, I don't like to give advice, but I'm gonna tell you this, always tell her the truth. Mm. Never let her adoption be shameful Mm -hmm. and never let it be a big reveal. He did not find out he was an adopted until way into adulthood. Mm. And as much as he loved his mom, that was a lot to unpack as an adult not that everything you thought you knew about mm-hmm. yourself wasn't what you thought you knew and so I would just say go in eyes wide open it's an amazing journey the best thing I ever did but but we recognize that there is another part of it there is um there is loss attached to adoption mm-hmm. you need to be prepared to help your child through that I love that I think you know what I kind of t- also took from what you said is that we need to normalize it, right? And it doesn't need to be a thing that is a family secret. And I don't know how that started or why that started. You know, people Um, did the best they thought they knew how to do. Like, I'm sure his mom did what she thought was best at that. Absolutely. And, And, you know, but what I learned too, and I didn't really know, so my daughter's too, does she know she's adopted? I don't know. Do I talk about it all the time? Yes, I do. I love that. I'm always saying it. We're looking, I was reading a book, uh, we read her Bible stories, and there was a story, the story of Moses, and so there was one page that had the picture of Moses and his biological mom when she was, his sister was about to put him into the water, and then the next page mm-hmm. had Moses and the princess that took him, and I said, oh, Madison, this is like you. This mm-hmm. is mama, and I said, her birth mom's name and she had Madison and then she gave you to mama Nicole like and I said it I don't know if she got it I don't know but what let me tell you they they're they're getting it like they're she's listening it all of a sudden when she hit four she gonna say that back to you and you're like that's the thing the goal that people tell you is it should never be uh the day I found out your child should Mm. never be able to say this is the day I found out it should be something that was already always a part of who they were started the journey wow that's so crazy so yeah i mean 
similar, right? And the fact that I think for a lot of women of color, black women in particular, um, we are like taught because we, we come from humble beginnings for the most part. And so we're taught, hey, get your education, get, it. get a good job, like take, take care advantage. of yourself. Yeah, take advantage of these opportunities, take care of yourself because there will not be anybody else to take. I try to build it in, we're driving in a car and I'll just say something about it. I'll say, you know, something about her birth mom and she loves you and blah, blah, blah. Like, so it's just, she, like you said, she hears it just like she hears her Peppa Pig. It's the same thing, she's hearing it. And at some point she'll put the puzzle pieces together and, and you know, I'll share with her whatever she desire, desires to ask at that time, but it just, just needs to be normalized. Like you said, adoption needs to be normalized. It shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be treated as, oh my God, this is awesome gift, or oh my God, this is awesome life. Mm -hmm. It's just a different way to form, form a family. I love it, I love it, I love it. So for the women who are on the fence, yep. they're like, I don't know, my heart feels compelled, but they have all these concerns. Yeah. Uh, what words of encouragement do you have for them? <laughs> Um, I just say, you know, again, there are so many ways to make families these days. So, you know, not knowing what their hesitation would be, I would say find an adoption consultant and just ask all the questions you need to mm. ask to help get yourself there, right? Because you just, there's a lot that I didn't know before I started the process and a consultant helped open my eyes to that. So, or find people you know that have done it, ask questions. Mm -hmm. But if your desire for motherhood is as strong as mine was, mm -hmm. I would say do it. I mean, it is just, I, I have other friends that keep saying, oh, I need to talk to you about this. I really want to do it. And I'm like, here I am, I'm ready to talk it because it is, it's life-changing you're a mom you know right you cannot imagine let me tell you my daughter changed my whole entire life and got me all together <laughs> and so much so things hit differently like oh, man. I, watched, I binged watched little fires everywhere this week and i'm mm -hmm. that show not but yet i heard good things an adoption theme in there and it hit mm. me real different i was like mm. you know so stuff you just see stuff differently and you mm -hmm for the adoption piece, but Dennis is a mother, like the election hit me really differently. I'm like, Hell yes. my child deserves a better world than what Absolutely. we're She deserves better than this. Mm -hmm. and, and what can I do to help that? So it's just, I, I'm so happy I did. I cannot imagine life without Madison. Mm -hmm. And my family will tell you, she didn't just change my life. She changed my, I know my daddy added 10 years to his life when my child Oh. I know he I it just it changed my entire family's life like it just her presence is just amazing like people who know me are just like that little girl has stuff to do mm -hmm. and I'm just thankful that God allowed me to be a part of her journey she's gonna change the world I know it I'm just thankful I got I got to be in Madison's world right mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I'm the lucky one that I got to be in Madison's world mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think what you just said is key. If it, if it's on your heart, because like you said before, it's a heart journey. And if it's on your heart that you are to be a mother, I think we need to get rid of the societal influences of how we feel like that should happen. Right. Or even how we have painted in our own minds exactly. how that should happen. Exactly. 
and because I God think- could be telling you a very different thing, and that goes for this and, and, and anything else. <laughs> anything else. Let me tell you, if I share this one quick story, I will share this with you. Yeah. So, when I first wanted to do adoption, literally, I prayed over, I didn't pray over it. When I first said I was going to do it, I went to an agency, I got my stuff together, I'm going to do this, this is what I'm going to do. I went to sleep one night, and as clear as I'm talking to you, I heard God say to me, are you Sarah? Why are you trying to do for yourself what only I can do for you? As clear as you're talking to me, I heard that. Mm. And at that point, that I just got chills, girl. At that point, God said, it was saying no. It was not the time. Mm. His answer was no. And so I left that thinking, okay, well, God's about to send me a husband because he don't want me a doctor. So the baby's coming to me a husband. I started looking at people, you know. <laughs> reality is, what I know now is, it was the method, it wasn't the time. Mm. Because I was meant to be Madison's mom. Mm. Nobody else. Mm. Madison was only going to be born when Madison was going to be born. Oh. So I didn't need to start the journey until Madison. Was it was Madison's. T- yeah, it was for her, and so you better. You gotta be. Give that you word. Know, he, you everything, and I did. So the second time I went to him and said, "Am I ready?" Lord, am I ready? And I felt released to do it. And everything worked out. And, and, and of course, you know, it worked out. So it was supposed to be. But if it's on your heart and if you are a believing person, go to him and ask him. You know, my prayer is always open every door that I need to walk through God and shut every door that I don't. Ooh. Like, because I don't know how to pick on my own. I make bad choices if I had to pick. So shut them. The ones I don't need to go through, close them, please. Let no man be able to open them and open wide the ones that are for me to enter. Man, that is a good prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to because I don't trust myself to make this easy. Hey, exactly. Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, this I one mean, ain't for me to close the door. Close yes. I, I think that is so key, right? Because to your point there, you said it was a roller coaster, right? And some of that is simply this child's not a fit. This child's yeah. not a fit. That's child's not, not your a fit. And, and, but it doesn't mean that you don't need to do right. this half. Right. It just means it's time. God is preparing. Exactly. It was all preparation. Every one of those had a purpose. Um, there was one young lady I met. I know that my purpose really was, we met with, was to pour into her life. Like she mm-hmm. needed somebody pouring into her at that moment. It wasn't mm-hmm. my baby. That wasn't my child. Mm-hmm. But I needed to pour to her. She needed some things that I could add to her life. And so that was our reason for connecting. It wasn't about the baby, but it, that going through that process, again, still every every piece of it prepared, prepared me for when Madison came. Mm-hmm. And, and when she came, literally everything just aligned. Like I could tell you a thousand stories, but it, it, it aligned was- and I knew this is it. Like I didn't even tell anybody. I got so dis- disappointed along the journey mm-hmm. and when I matched with her mom I didn't tell anybody wow I gonna have like I can't and then I slowly I told like one person I hadn't told my parents I told like one friend so I was like I just need somebody to help me through this and then I told another friend and then the birth mom invited me to come to the ultrasound and at that wow. point I said, Right, now this like is, this is real deal. This, this, this is getting this hitting, and at that point, I told my parents. And three weeks later, she was here. Oh, I love it, love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Thank you, Nicole. No, Such a beautiful you. story. Yeah. And you should drop some gems on us today. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
So guys, um, thank you for listening to us. Um, and some key resources that I heard you say is reach out if you're considering this, find your adoption consultant to, to help answer questions, navigate you through this journey. Um, but also find other people who are pursuing this journey or have pursued this journey for information. And there's plenty of, I'm sure, meetup groups, there's Facebook groups and things like that where you could connect but if it's on your heart definitely consider it and pursue it and things don't always have to happen in the perfect fashion or way that we thought they should happen thank you nicole for sharing um your story with us you're so sorry i call them Awesome. Guys, thank you for listening to us. Make sure that, again, that you follow and subscribe to us at Miss Pack Light and Color, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us on Miss Pack Light and Color. Make sure you subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Miss Pack Light and Color. Pack Light.